Hi, I'm Dmitro Shvets, your host at the Start Global Insights, where I interview experts from different countries about local business secrets and international expansion experience. My guest today is Olga Galant, the commercial director of Global Swiss Group, a global supplier of vitamins and dietary supplements with headquarters in Switzerland, USA and United Arab Emirates. Olga has almost 20 years of experience in B2B marketing and sales in multinational companies and lived and worked in quite a bunch of countries like Ukraine, Germany, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, United Arab Emirates and Switzerland. So um, we have an amazing opportunity to get indeed global insights on B2B sales today. Hi, Olga, and welcome to the show. Yeah, hello, Dmitro. Thanks to having me here. I'm very happy to share all my this global experience uh, with you guys today. Um, I know that you have been working quite a long time in Japanese corporation Konica Minolta and then in Ukrainian CRM company Creatio and now in the Swiss dietary supplements producer. Uh, so apart from multinational experience, you have a quite unique background of selling in B2B, managing B2B sales and digitalization of B2B sales. Could you tell me more about this experience and uh, what was the difference in terms of B2B sales between these companies? As for Konica Minolta, I was really uh, lucky because I was um, uh, observing the changing of business model from uh, product to service uh, because in uh, that case, we were changing uh, like sales of uh, boxes of hardware to service when a customer is paying for each and every copy. Uh, and uh, it was a huge uh, move for us and actually the only way out to stay on the market and to be successful. We have started uh, from the audit. So we came to the customer, we uh, start from the audit of uh, IT infrastructure and uh, printing infrastructure. So who were your clients, companies that needed to print something? Of course, and that actually all big offices. And our target audience was top 200 companies of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And and then, then you started to sell uh, Konica and Minolta solutions, not only in Ukraine. Those times I was uh, studying and getting my MBA. And I saw an opportunity to uh, move into our headquarters in Germany and mm. to see how they work in a global sales department. Mm. So you, you started to, to, to sell to other countries as well? Yes. Um, the global sales of Koningham Nolta uh, is about global contracts with global players, which are presented more than uh, in five countries. Mm. So in, in this case, you didn't need to generate new leads. You just needed to upsell where you where you had the contract. Yes and no, because uh, it also differs country by, by country. So, for example, it could be bottom-up approach when you have uh, provided some solutions in one country and then you can sell it to another one. Okay, so did you feel the difference in, um, in, in this process? Yeah, like you were selling in Ukraine and then uh, you sold to um, international companies from Germany. Did you feel the um, difference in perception, for example, of, of your approach to your clients? Um, 
Yes, I think so, because Ukrainian companies uh, were more open to the changes and mm -hmm. they were listening carefully about our ideas. But also we did our homework because we, before coming to the customer, of course, we were uh, sitting and creating some ideas why, should they, uh, why they should buy from us and mm -hmm. how can we uh, add value to their business, of course. Uh, but uh, when you are selling in Europe, if they already know that it works, so you have your reputation or some another company uh, had a reference for your uh, service or product, then they mm -hmm. really agree to work with you. Mm -hmm. uh, this mm, preparation or the trust building uh, is uh, is really long time. You need to have this time to, to build this trust and respect. So the reference is very important if you're if you're selling in Europe. Of course, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, we actually felt that the same uh, when we, we we started to sell our services um, in early, like yeah, almost the same period that you are talking about to Europe, and then yeah, comparing to Ukrainian sales, it was much more easier from one side, yeah, because they were like open to to connect, yeah. So it, it was much more easier to open the door. But it was much more harder harder to convince. Uh, whereas in Ukraine, uh, it was harder to open the door. But then, if you already opened, yeah, then uh, you you were like the authority to to sell your product. But uh, one of the interesting things was that um, it was enough. If even if if we approached a large corporation, so it was enough just to give a reference, to give a phone number of our previous client in U in Europe. Mm -hmm. And that was enough to start the uh, the cooperation. Yeah. What well, is also like maybe a little bit specific for Germans, they are really careful. So they will um, try to have one small step with you to have some small project to mm -hmm. if if they have no any reference, then we will, they will. Um, Double check is everything is working on, within the small step or small work uh, or small project, which was not uh, MVP, but something I don't know, something small, mm. and then they could uh, let you go, uh, let you go further. Mm. So the the advice could be uh, structure your uh, sales or services or, or product in that way that you could deliver some small parts first. Yeah? Yes, reference uh, and small parts. Yeah, it's particular for for Germans. Mm. And you said that uh, you you prepared thoroughly before the meeting, so it, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, to to dig deeper in every client and uh, to understand what could be the value for them. Is is it like a normal approach that you are doing that for every client or are, are there options when you are selling like a funnel yeah so you you are just making the convert conversion of quantity to quality um in uh, in ukraine so uh, as far as our target audience were this 200 uh, top companies and we did understand that it will be not so easy to enter these guys uh, mm. and to 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 earn their trust so we were using this approach with audits, which was really efficient for us because with this audit, it's free of charge. 
you are coming to the customer and you know exactly or you are starting to know exactly all their business processes and actually you see the bottlenecks and then you can refer to this because mm. uh, you will also have some proofs from their colleagues mm. they, uh, and they will uh, like they will help you to uh, to prove that yes guys here you have a like, bottleneck and everyone mm. is struggling here and we were referring to these bottlenecks with our solutions and we are advising how to change this how to change this process and that was uh, that was really efficient i do uh, i do understand that not you, you you don't have this opportunity each and every time to 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 make this audit and then yes we started here i'm talking about global customers uh, we started to do this external audit of available information. Uh, what I'm, I mean, here you can always read uh, some annual reports uh, from the company where you see the strategical uh, initiatives for uh, one, three, five years. When you see some reports of their successes of previous year, then you can actually make a conclusion that, okay, that's important for them. Here I see their, their strategic uh, initiative, for example, this digitalization or reducing, I don't know, CO2 or something. And then if your solution can help, uh, then actually you will refer to this um, uh, available information and you can you can come with the solutions based on this data. Mm. Let me summarize that. So if you have uh, a limited number of companies or potential clients, then uh, you need to be more careful in preparation to the meeting with them. Yeah? So you, you need to spend this time understanding their potential pains and gains and then uh, go to negotiation this is this is one part of your homework another one is uh, most important it's people who is making decisions and here you need to to get acquainted with them somehow of mm. course you can do it with linkedin right now or you can do it with help of participating in the same conferences or events uh, where are they or you can ask also someone who know them to introduce you, which is really, the, I think, the most successful way uh, to show up and to, 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 to catch uh, their attention and to pitch your solution. But of course, uh, you need to prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, coming back to your second, uh, or maybe this is not your second, but second mentioned by me, the company Creatio, yeah, with, with CRM. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. Did you feel this uh, difference in uh, sales approaches um, in, and also in, in, in terms of uh, uh, number of clients? I, I, I believe, I don't know, yeah, but I believe that for CRM solution, there are much more opportunities and much more number of potential clients in 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 the particular country yeah correct you are very right because when i was working in koningam in also ukraine we had this 200 uh, customers big one okay they were like uh, enterprise uh, i would say small medium enterprises as well or national companies uh, uh, 
And uh, when it uh, turns to creation, I was responsible for global sales. And uh, this all processes were multiplied X, I don't know, 100. <laughs> uh, and then mm. it's another speed. Let me, let me tell you like this. So you, <laughs> I was working 24 seven, literally uh, also because of time zones, because I have started, for example, with Vietnam, mm. then uh, Europe, uh, then uh, LATAM, for example, then my headquarters woke up and they would like to have some, strategical session <laughs> when I had 10 p.m they have only they had only I don't I don't know like four or six uh, but it was really really valuable experience and you, you are right the number of clients uh, is huge and uh, it's really important here to segment these customers and then uh, it's also a matter of uh, strategy of a company, how achieve their targets, so which customers to uh, be focused on, because you cannot, you may, I mean, we all have limited resources. <clears throat> you are not able to work on the same level with all these companies, so you need to be focused. How it looks like, so you, you are segmenting your clients and in the contrast with previous yeah, approach, you are finding the general um, common values that might be interesting for this type of segment and then you you propose this value to the group of companies according to some criteria or you still need to get uh, this uh, personal information for each uh, potential uh, client here I need to add one really important thing which is uh, difference of business model because uh, in Konica Minolta, I was uh, working in the direct sales, which means we didn't have any inbound leads. So we were doing everything starting from the cold call or cold outreach with a customer. And then story began. Mm -hmm. Uh, in this case, in case of creation, they are working with the indirect sales approach. So they are working via partners, uh, IT integrators or uh, some uh, other IT related companies. Uh, and that is actually very helpful because these guys are local. They know their markets. They know their customers. And actually, they are helping a lot. That's uh, like uh, explanation number one. And what uh, you have asked me, yes, of course, uh, Croatia also had, has an outbound uh, lead generation approach where they are targeted uh, some defined audience companies for example banking or fintech mm -hmm. or some other segment where they had uh, realized have implemented some successful cases and of course mm -hmm. they use this um, industry focused approach so they are publishing some articles about uh, how they could be useful for uh, exactly this industry um yeah so but segmentation uh it's rule number one so you need to you, you need to segment uh, uh for uh, first of all size wise and then uh, industry wise 
and then you can also add uh, some other criteria uh, criteria which important um, for for this exactly market for this exactly country so this is this is like like this this uh, term of icp yeah the ideal uh, customer profile yes yes mm-hmm. you're describing your potential ideal client and then according to this criteria you are focusing your approach this is interesting uh, because in in most cases when i get the uh, request the 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 companies are when they are just starting to go globally they say that we don't care whom to sell yeah so it's like just give us the client give us anybody uh, that would be uh, interested in our product and uh, then i'm telling that you need to focus also on the market so not only on the client first you need to focus on the uh, country for example where is the biggest potential for your clients and then you need to focus and select your best clients because you don't have time to devote that to all potential clients in the market yes yeah, you're right, because uh, here I need just would like to share some example about India and Pakistan. Uh, I don't have anything against these countries. I'm just trying to tell you that we had a huge number of leads from them, but conversion was zero. Mm. I mean, really, really z- mm. zero. And then we started to be very careful uh, with these countries. I mean, if it's enterprise Yes, that's okay. It it had has uh, it could have uh, good potential, but if it's SMB, so we started just to mm. ignore these leads from person from one person or uh, some companies with um, you know with an email address of uh, not not corporate email address because. As I told, mm. we ha- all have we all have limited resources, and we need to be focused. And this is the way. What in the case in uh, already in Global Swiss Group? Uh, yep, where it, yeah, it was it still, still Croatia, but here I also see mm. the same tendency. Uh, I'm trying to be really, really careful with uh, with this with this mentioned countries. I'm always trying to have a call, a conference call. Uh, with with these guys mm-hmm. to to see how they look like and do they have uh, office? But before I'm asking them to fill in the special form about their company, which is uh, consists of mm-hmm. uh, the following fields like what uh, the year of establishment, uh, annual revenue, which is uh, the structure of the company. Do they have sales or marketing? How many people are working in the sales and marketing teams? Do they have a warehouse? Do they have experience of working in uh, in our business, I mean, in the business of uh, vitamins and uh, food supplements. So I'm trying to mm. narrow this um, funnel down in order to to understand, uh, is it worth uh, our time and attention? Uh, because really mm. we can we can lose other opportunities working with, uh, with this uh, um, was this uh, not very good qualified leads? I would say them like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How how do you create this inbound leads? Um, how how do you get this uh, potential request? Actually, our brand is working very good because we have a very strong brand name, which is Swiss Energy, 
And uh, this uh, our value proposition is about this Swissness, which means you can rely on equality, uh, and you are sure that uh, it's uh, the level of this quality is very high. That's why I, I really I really think that it's about branding. And we are also participating in uh, many exhibitions. Uh, like we have uh, two or three exhibitions in a month. For example, mm, this this month it's uh, Barcelona. Then next week I'm flying to Dubai for uh, for another mm. exhibition. Okay, we had also Istanbul this month. So. But exhibition, it's also about increasing of a brand awareness. So people see us. Uh, we have very uh, sexy packaging as well. So it's very eye-catching. So you will recognize it from uh, many others. Uh, yeah. And then um, we are a Swiss company. And uh, all countries where Swissness is a value, and they they are trying to collaborate with us. That's why here we also uh, need to to really to to be careful and to double check and to choose. So many exhibitions. That's uh, that's uh, quite a bunch of investments in that. Yeah. So you need to be visible all the time. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, but this is really efficient tool, and we with a combination. Um, of LinkedIn, for example, uh, it's it's really it's really the most efficient tool because this marketing approach where you have four or six touches before customer is buying, so it works here. This was the first part of the interview with the experienced international sales professional Olga Galant. Stay tuned for the second part devoted to the sales in the United Arab Emirates. 